I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble. Red alert. All hands stand to battle stations. Luck has foils and attack positions. Prepare for battle! Autobots, roll out! Get ready, it's your weekly dose of nerd culture. All wings report in. With your crew, Obi-John Kenobi. Hello there. Commander Scott. There's nothing amazing about it. I know this ship like the back of my hand. Julian. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? And the Doc. Great Scott! Movies, TV, streaming, video games, comic books, board games, toys, collectibles, cosplay, conventions. If it's happening in the world of geekdom, we're talking about it. So lock and load, bag and board, and roll for initiative. We've got your... Nerd Alert! Hello there, it's Obi-John Kenobi, your favorite host in all of podcast, and welcome to a brand new Nerd Alert. Today, we're going to be tackling one of our favorite things in the world, because it's almost time for Lexington Toy and Comic Convention 2023. Can man... Do we love comic book conventions, specifically LCTC? We're going to talk all about it today. But first, let me introduce. We could not talk about this without bringing in an expert. We have a ringer, ladies and gentlemen. We have on hand right now an actual, honest to God, convention VIP. Very important penis. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show a man we lovingly call Scooter. But you might know better as Tyler Phillips. Joining us from Lexington Twain Comic Convention, Tyler Phillips, everybody. Howdy, folks. How is everybody? Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate the invite. We're better now that you're here. (laughs) Lending this show a monochrome of of respectability. (laughs) I promise you couldn't find a bigger dick anywhere. Rating on this episode. There's no rating. Go nuts, man. Uh, filling out the cast, your your usual cast of characters, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the bridge, the man who keeps the nerd in the top nerdy TV network, Commander Scott. So I, I I'll be honest. I have no idea how to follow that. I really don't. <laughs> okay. I got nothing. Okay. Uh, there's there's no way I can I can I can't even attempt to. Think about a nerd fact this week trying to follow Tyler. So I, I'm going to keep this short. And there was much rejoicing. Well, that was uncalled for. <laughs> it was fun because it was a joke. It was just in disguise. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, ladies and gentlemen, joining us from somewhere in time and space, perhaps via a DeLorean, it's the Doc. I'd buy that for a dollar. But by what? I don't know. Lexington Toy and Comic Convention. He, he'd buy it for a dollar. Penis jokes? That too. <laughs> Accio prostitute. I promise you'll get your money worth. <laughs> if we're going to do the whole Harry Potter jo- Harry Potter Harry Potter. Spell. Harry, Harry Spotter. <laughs> yep. Damn it. I can't even freaking talk. Is it is uh, the offshoot of Harry Potter? It's Harry Spotter? It's the non-copyright specific Kmart version. Yes, yes. Harry Spotter. In that, in that case, it'd be Larry. Larry Spotter. Larry Spotter. You're a wizard, Larry. 
<laughs> You're a magician, Larry. His owl died on the way delivering his letter, so he just got admitted to Hogwarts at age 42. <laughs> he's been he's been around the block a couple of times, so he uses spells a little differently. Right, Jay? What, what's the one he uses, Jay? Uh, you just uh, said it. I- Accio prostitute. There you go. And <laughs> then, Scott, have... what's the very important follow-up to Accio prostitute? Uh, if you're going to Accio prostitute, you've got to follow it up with the Revelio syphilis. There you go. Uh, there you go. And then when they ask for the money, Jay. A vatter cadaver. Wow. Going right to that. Not even stupefied. Just going right to dead prostitute. Okay. Well, you know, he's Larry. He's, he's Larry There somewhere. But... <laughs> Perhaps I'll right. have to show up at all the Vanders. There you go. <laughs> That's what happens in the back room of all the Vanders. The, yeah. yeah, behind the beaded curtain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the adult section at the video store. Anyway, let's get on topic. It's beaded for your pleasure. Oh, God. So anyway, about that con. Yeah, sorry. So, hey, Lexington Toy and Comic Convention is just a few weeks away, and we have on hand a man who knows all about it. Uh, Tyler, how did you get involved with Lexington Toy and Comic? Well, what is your official title if you have one, and then how did you get involved? Well, my official title is Fan Club Liaison, but then unofficially, I help run the celebrity autograph floor, do convention setup and tear down the days before and after everybody gets to come enjoy the show. Uh, and then just whatever odd job happens to pop up. I've I've bandaged people's heads. I've unlocked people's cars, done celebrity escorts. So just, you know, whatever gets needs to get done and doesn't have somebody important enough to take care of it right that second usually falls in my lap. Hang on. You are celebrity escorts. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that's a it's a story from years ago involves a large green man. Who to say who? He's also fantastic at refilling ice coolers. I just want you to know, Tyler. It's one of my specialties. <laughs> uh, but I came to the convention by way of. Fan clubs. Um, the very first Lexington Comic Con I heard about maybe three weeks before the show happened. I saw an ad on Facebook. I got very excited. At the time, there was about four active 501st members in the entire state. So I sent them all a message, uh, me being one of the four. I sent everybody else a message that, holy cow, guys, this is going on. I think we can get a table and we could go do an event. How cool would that be? Because they were very few and far between back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kentucky black hole um so that was a success we got a table we went and trooped the event we had a good time and we got invited back for year two and it was either year one or year two where right across from the 501st table there was a group of misfit ghostbusters standing around who looked very cool and i wanted to be part of so in the downtime at my table i walked over and got a picture with the ghostbusters do you have their Uh, number because we could use some advice on how to look cool I got the number of at least one of them. It was very dreamy. <laughs> but through that, the 501st table grew to the point where it became a problem. We were a health hazard one year. We were a traffic hazard one year. Um, and it's because we brought so much amazing things to the con. We had very large prize contests. We brought big props. We we brought guests in. Um, you know, not not headliners, but we had people come in and 
we made ourselves a integral part of the floor show, but we were also a problem because we were so big. Uh, so Jared, the guy that owns Lakeston Comic Con, approached me one year and said, hey, I would love for you to come back next year, and I'd really love for you to do even more than you've been doing. Uh, but you have become a problem for me, and I don't have time to deal with you, so I really need somebody to be in charge of you. Would you like the job? Um, so years number four and five, I volunteered as the fan club coordinator. Uh, I think by that point I had uh, formally became a member of the Western Kentucky Ghostbusters, maybe. Um, my timeline gets messed up. Somewhere around year number six, I become an official paid employee and get more responsibilities, and it's just grown from there. As, as Jared's empire of conventions have expanded, my role has expanded. I work with him at Lexington. I work with him at Huntington. Um, I worked with him at the Fall Fan Fest. There may be announcements in the future that I may be assisting with. And I've done some oh. things and lots of fun things through the Lexington Comic Con. Tyler, and all that time, I know yeah. you got some stories. Are there any you're willing to share? We can leave out names. You know, we can treat it like an episode of Law and Order where, you know, the, the uh, names have been changed to protect the innocent. Sure. I, I, um, what kind of story do you want first? Do you want do you want drama or do you want silly? Let's start out with the silly. Okay, so before I was an official member, uh, I was just of the Comic Con. I was just a guy at a table with the 501st, but my table happened to be right at the entryway. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was back when the convention was still relatively small. Uh, we we had one hall. The hallway that came in had two rooms that were our panel rooms, and we had a celebrity who was going to do a panel. Uh, and he was a gentleman, and before he went to the panel, he wanted to go to the restroom. Well, they just happened to have a female employee walking with him. So she yelled and said, Tyler, can you go to the restroom with him? Make sure nobody bothers him. I said, yeah, no problem. So this guy was a large man. Uh, he he did not need protection in the crowd, but I guess they just wanted somebody official to make sure people weren't harassing him in the restroom. Um, so we go to the restroom. Uh Everything's fine. He, he goes to the urinal. I just kind of stand back, but block the path to where he is. And we're done. Or he, we're not, we're done. He's done. Uh, and he says, all right, let's go. And I, I go stand next to the sinks. But what he meant was, all right, let's go. Let's go to my professional photo op right now. Uh, so everybody in that photo op got a little more than they realized they paid for. And I always thought that was very funny. Jesus. I love it. Scott, um, I, I believe you have a celebrity bathroom story. Not yours, but what we just heard this morning. No, 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 yeah, but we 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 had just heard a celebrity bathroom story uh, actually this morning at work. We were, uh, you know, you, you know, you go to work and you spend the first you know four or five hours of work not actually doing any work, just you know shooting the shit and stuff. Everybody does that. Um, and uh, uh, one of our colleagues apparently. At the LCTC, uh, the year uh, uh, what Michael Michael Bean his name? Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, Terminator and Aliens fan. Apparently, yeah. he's an actor of some renown. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, he, he he's a quote unquote actor. You know, uh, Johnny Ringo from Tombstone. Come on now. Oh yeah, yeah, he did do something. That's right. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just trolling. Anyway, so apparently, so our buddy was at the urinal. Uh, there at LCTC, and who happens to come up to the urinal next to him but Michael Bean, right? And I guess he just could 
not stop himself from being that guy, right? So he glances over, sees who it is, does the double take, and apparently before he could stop himself, his brain blurts out, come with me if you want to live. (laughs) (laughs) To a guy just trying to take a pee. (laughs) Michael Bean is like, okay. (laughs) He finishes up and goes, washes his hands and leaves. Oh. Yeah. So that's why they sent Tyler in the bathroom. That's why they now sent Tyler in the bathroom. <laughs> there may not be a connection, but in my head, there will forever be a link between <laughs> the yeah. story we were told that were today and the policy of send somebody with the celebrities. I'm sure that played a part in it. Um, <laughs> let's see, real quick, off the top of my head, we've had Bulk uh, and Skull. I, I don't care to share names with this one because this one's funny. So everybody knows okay. uh, Jason Narvi and Paul Schreier, the guys that were Bulk and Skull from Power Rangers. They're hilarious, uh, by the way. They're they awesome. I love them. Incredibly hilarious. And I guess there was a period of time where Power Rangers weren't a real big presence at most comic cons. That They were kind of in the period where the kids who had been fans when they were young were still at an age where they were too cool to admit that they were Power Ranger fans and they weren't spending disposable income on comic cons. Um, and we happened to catch that train when it just left the station. So now, Boy, did you ever. Yeah, now Power Rangers are big. Uh, but when we first invited Jason and Paul, they didn't think that they would be a hit. They're like, you know, we were kind of the the bullies. Like, people want to meet the good guys. They, they, we don't think people, but, you know, if you want us, we'll come. Like, you know, so we, we talked to them. Not we, Jared talked to them. Convinced them to come, and they said, you know what? Jason Narvi, I guess, has a, a doctorate degree in stage acting or, or theater or something. Uh, he, he, he has a professorship, right? Like he, he teaches. I believe so. I believe he has had much education. Paul is high up in the, the 3D scanning, modeling, and professional licensing business through a company that most people have probably heard of and don't realize that he works there. Um. Okay. Moved on with their lives. They they weren't Power Rangers anymore outside of a few guest appearances every now and then on whatever version of the show still existed. Um, but they were a hit. The first year they were a hit and they were fun because they they didn't realize that they were gonna be loved. Like people they they were excited to see how excited people were. And they were out walking around the crowd. It was hard to keep them in their table, hard to keep them at the booth, but they had fun and we did too. Uh so we invited them back the second year and they said, All right, so so we want to try something. And and Jared being Jared thought, well, this sounds fun. They said, we we want to do an acting panel, but we don't want to tell you what, you want what we want to do. We just want the space. And then when people show up, we'll we'll take off from there. And also we'd like a couch for our booth. <laughs> so that was the start of the couch. Okay. That was the start of the couch. Jared said, Well, what do you want a couch for? And they said, Well, we don't want a Jason booth and a Paul booth. We want a Jason and Paul booth. With no big table, we just want a couch. People can come sit on the couch with us, take their photo. And all throughout the weekend, at random times, we are just going to start destroying this couch. It's going to be the couch of doom, and by Sunday, it's going to be garbage. But we really think that would be fun. And Jared was on board. So for years, we had to buy them a couch, uh, and they they were successful in destroying it every year. And for anybody that saw that at Lexington Comic Con, it was fun. 
it was silly and it was goofy. Um, but now we did agree to let them have the panel, and it, it turned into a real thing. They like to come up with crazy stuff every year. Uh, to the point, one year they wanted to have a panel that was not part of the convention. They wanted it open to the general public. Anybody can come into this, and they were going to present a very serious, not appearing to be a joke, panel on aliens and how they had been visiting us for years. Uh, now, that never came to fruition, at least not yet, but they, they still mention it from time to time that they would love to have a Jason and Paul alien abduction panel uh, and put the word out on they were going to visit message groups and be like, hey, we're coming to Kentucky. We're going to film this for whatever channel they were going to say it was for. And they were going to invite people who had experienced alien abductions to come talk, and they were going to treat it all very, very serious. Uh, but we, we never made that happen. Oh. Uh, there there yeah, are other stories though. Sadly, I was I was not a member of the group really in time to 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 enjoy or be invited to any of the couch stuff, so I never got to experience the couch stuff. And I This is a great sad. picture of me and Jason on the couch with him. Yeah, I'm sad yeah. by this. I never you know, just saying. They but it was like a show too. Like they they didn't just like, oh yeah, here, sit down on the couch. They like picked it up, moved it around, flipped cushions and like they oh, made yeah. an ordeal when you. It was a full improv comedy show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. I, uh, I remember um, they stopped by the booth one time and uh, introduced themselves. And you know, my name's Jason, so it was like, oh, Jason, 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 and it was just like this improv, like repeating each other's first names for like five minutes. It was hilarious. Those guys are time. Yeah, you didn't have them put on a proton pack for a picture, huh? Hmm. But I, what I don't I anyway. Hey, hey I got Zordon to put on a picture proton pack for us. You sure did. Just saying. Did my part. It, Somebody has your right. game. You're right. I fail at my job as yeah. a member of the Western Kentucky Ghostbusters because I don't I don't converse with the people. I don't You failed the seal to deal with Jason Narvey. You pissed off the doctor. You did piss off the doctor. I don't know how you piss off the doctor, but you did. <laughs> Probably multiple doctors for all I know. Jeez. Yeah, well. Jeez. Golly, Jason. <laughs> well, I get, you know what? I just won't come this year. How about that? I know what you did, and I'm upset about it. <laughs> and that's why we love you, Scooter. I just, I'm with these fellas. I just won't even I just won't even show up. You know what that means, can, though? Can Can you send Megan anyway, though? No, no, yeah, yeah, don't yeah, yeah. Me, no, no. Oh. Hey, you know, you know, I'm pretty sure, John, we can come up with the the money for an airfare real quick for for Megan. Cool. You know what, you know what that means? Out. No, Megan, no cookies. So no, we get Megan down here. She can make us the cookies. It's fine. Yeah, nope. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking it'll work. We'll we'll work it out. Anyway, <laughs> I think one year I think Koran got a piece of the couch signed by them. If I'm remembering correctly, I believe it. Yes. Yeah, that's a good thing to get. It was like the last couple hours on Sunday, and the couch was already in in pieces. And he just walked by, and you know, Coron's the kind of guy you can't miss. So they kind of called him out, and were like, you know, not making fun of him, but like, you know, kind of hassle him a bit. And then he he picked up a piece of the couch and was like, "Do y'all want to sign this?" I think that's his story to share. But uh... that was the count of crap. 
Well, that, um, I make yeah. up as we're talking. I don't have okay. any more off the top of my head that I can safely change the name. That's to. fair. That's fair. But there may be a few pop in. There's lots of stories. Uh, well, shift gears a bit. Uh, rather than talking about cool things from conventions past, we are just weeks away uh, from Lexington Toy and Comic Convention 2023, which is March 23rd to the 26th. Correct. Uh, and at the, it's not the last thing, it's what's it called? The U.S. Bank it's Convention. Central. There you go. Central Bank it's- Center. That's the thing. Central Bank Center. There you go. It's Rupp Arena. You'll find it. I'll get it right someday. Yeah. I'll get it right by the time they remodel it again. Uh, So, what about this year's convention should we be excited for, Tyler? Well, this year, we actually went on Monday and had our final walk around prior to the convention center. Um, The interior remodel is all finished. Woo! And this year, we will be using all available space except for the arena floor. Um, there is a concert in town on Friday night that prevented us from getting the arena. This mm-hmm. Not yeah. you. Boo to Rupp Arena. I just want to rant for a second. Rupp Arena, quit renting out Rupp Arena during Lexington Toy and Comic Con. You're not going to get a bigger draw unless you do a coin than Lexington Toy and Comic Convention. Quit it. Stop. Um, Bad Rupp Arena. Bad. The new facility is very, very nice. It Once we have access to the arena floor and the convention center at the same time, I think everybody will just fall in love with the floor plan and the flow and just the way that everything goes together. Uh, the outside of the convention center is going to be very nice. It's going to be fantastic photo ops. Um, we've tossed around the idea of maybe having some type of photo op or TikTok contest in the, the days and weeks following the convention for people to post uh, content that they created while they were there and maybe give away tickets for next year's convention for people who get the most likes or shares or something like that. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, and then we're the the convention center has large glass windowed walls now, and we're going to try and get those decorated and make it all very comic booky themed. Uh, try and try and pull the whole area in instead of just a big concrete building. Uh, mm-hmm. From the time you hit the parking lot, you'll be in Comic Con World is our our dream. Um, well, yeah. we we talked all those things over on Monday. Uh, if the building can make them happen. Uh, was yet to be seen but we, we're hopeful that everything we wanted will work out uh small change like all your listeners know this year the food court will not be where it was last year um last year it was on that little landing between the the top floor and the bottom floor right there on the second level uh between the escalators there was a room you could go into that was the food court mm-hmm. uh and it was a nice place to go sit down and get some decent food they had they had some good grub in there but it made a traffic nightmare uh i'll bet here's so, a food court yeah. yeah. So, so that was going to bring me to one of my questions. Lay it on me. Um, and, and and this may be at odds with a statement you just made, but I'm still going to ask the question. <laughs> now that the interior remodel is complete and there there actually is a dedicated food court area and everything, which you're kind of alluding to here, is there actually going to be good food? Well, the food court had pretty decent food. They had barbecue and stuff in there. Um, I rest my case. Okay. I want ham- very persnickety, okay? I want hamburgers and hot dogs. I don't want street tacos and barbecue. Oh, yeah. street taco. You, oh, a barbecue street taco. Mm. Cheese? No, the uh, you'll probably end up with the same menu. There's a food vendor that has the exclusive license to serve and sell food inside of the arena. Uh, so whatever 
whatever they make is what the options are. So uh, what, I'm, what I'm hearing is is organize a protest of that vendor. <laughs> That's not a bad plan. Uh, to, to get hamburgers and hot dogs. Yeah. I really want a picture of Scott standing outside of the new food court with a picket sign. Just just him with a picket <laughs> sign. <laughs> Uh, Bring back bad con food. <laughs> I endorse this protest. I'm happy. <laughs> um, so the, the rest of the story is the the food court isn't where it was last year. So this year, down on the bottom level, the celebrity autograph level, mm-hmm. uh, there's a walkway that connects all the way over to the other side of Rupp Arena. Oh, so if you go down the it wasn't it didn't exist before. We didn't okay. behind the wall. So if you go down the escalators to where the T-shirt booth is. Mm-hmm. You go behind the escalators, there's a whole hallway. There's an ATM back there. There's a sitting area. There's a place to plug in your phone and let it charge. Uh, it's really nice. And at the end of that hallway is where the food port's going to be. Uh, the reason it's there is that's where it's going to be Friday during the concert. And they thought it was more advantageous to leave it there than it was to try and pack it all up and move it back over to the, the spot where it created the traffic jam. Uh, and we agree about the traffic jam. That that was not conducive, especially Saturday at lunchtime when the crowd is at its biggest and people are at their hungriest. It was jam-packed. and It was hard to get up and down the escalators and into the room and out of the room. So Yeah, because it was on that like second traffic. floor, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right just backing up everywhere. Yeah, so we think this will be better for traffic flow and it'll be easier to get in and out. Um, the hall, the, that area of the convention center or the Rupp Arena area, um, the, we won't really have anything over there, but it will be open. There are seating areas. There are comfortable couches and chairs and places to get out of the crowd, catch your breath, charge your phone, whatever you need to do. So we, we hope that people take advantage of that space since it's there. Um, it's just going to take people a little bit of time to find it. Now, yep. there's going to be a reward for finding oh. Uh, anyone who has been to Dragon Con has seen the ribbons that adorn the bottom of your badge. Oh, yeah. yeah, Badge swag. Badge swag is awesome. We uh, we are endorsing that this year. We think that's a fantastic idea. We hope that fan groups and vendors and just people themselves take off with it like they did at Dragon Con. We're going to kind of jumpstart it this year. Uh, Our plan is to have a ribbon for each panel. Um, We're going to make a ribbon for the food court that says, I found the food court. <laughs> we, we hope that people start getting that collector mentality and they want to get more and more ribbons to show all the things they've done at the convention. So hopefully they'll walk over to get their food court ribbon. And then other people will say, hey, where did you find the food court ribbon? And then to get it, they'll find the food court. Um, so we're, we're coming up with lots of silly ideas. Uh, I believe some of the some of the vendors have also hopped on board and we'll have some ways to get ribbons from them maybe maybe some of your friendly lexton comic con people might have a ribbon if you track them down Um, there may or may not be a western kentucky ghostbusters ribbon there may or may not be um so we're we're excited to get more fan involvement and give people something to do to be part of the show while they're at the show um so while scott's protesting he can at least get a ribbon (laughs) i want a I want a bring back bad food ribbon. Scott, I, I fully endorse and will gladly help purchase a ribbon for you that says more wieners. More wieners. <laughs> I want more wieners. I want all the wieners. Where's the beef? 
Scott, I, I'll I'll bring you a burger from McDonald's, okay? No, 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 no. I don't like McDonald's burgers. Yeah, it's not the same. A, McDonald's burgers you, are crap. I'll bring you a burger from Hardee's. Oh, uh, Hardee's is okay as long as you bring me the double bacon with only just just meat and cheese only. If you bring me anything else, I'm not going to touch it. I'm gonna throw it against the wall and I'm gonna curse you for bringing it to me. All right, no, meat no and cheese? cheese only. No cheese. Right. So the baconator from Wendy's got it. Cheese. I like the Baconator from Wendy's. That's it. But once again, meat and cheese only. You bring me a burger that has anything other than meat extra mayo. I'm going to fling it against the wall and curse you for bringing it to me. That's all, all that's veggies. on the Baconator, isn't it? Meat and cheese. No, they put uh-huh. fucking mayo and stuff on it too. Because everybody, for some odd reason, and I don't understand why, every restaurant has decided that every person loves lettuce, tomato, mayo, mustard, Ketchup, bullshit, pickles, and everything. Everybody loves this. No, we fucking don't. Scott, I, I don't. found a I found a oasis in the desert for men like me and you, men of refined taste. Mm-hmm. We don't have to cover our stuff with sauces to to make it somewhat palatable. Yeah. If you will visit your local Dairy Queen and order okay. the queso burger, it mm-hmm. is just hamburger, bacon, and liquid cheese, and it is delicious. All right, I I, I may have to give this a shot. You don't have to spend time explaining to the people how to make a proper burger. You don't have to tell them what to leave off. Yep. I'll take a queso burger, and they're going to give you a perfect hamburger. I may have to try this. I appreciate that. Thank you. It really is pretty good. Uh, so what else for the show this year? Um, layout will be very similar to years years past. Uh, your vendor floors will be on the, the top level, the highest level of the con. Uh, panels and photo ops will be on the second level. Also on the second level, there uh is an area if you walk back towards the height there's an interior area we didn't have access to before that will be cosplay central uh we're going to use one room for our costume contest uh one room one of the small rooms is actually going to have a magic show in it all weekend if you need to get out of the crowd if you have small kids who are trying to burn off some energy or something you can go in there and see reed masterson i believe is his name uh he'll be having a magic show going all weekend um So, John, if you if you can't uh, if you can't find me during the weekend, I'll be at the magic show harassing the magician to train me and teach me more <laughs> sleight of hand. See if he can teach you Accio prostitute. I dare. Accio <laughs> prostitute. That's what I want. I'll bring my wand uh, and 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 this thing that I got for Christmas. There you uh, go. Way uh, also has spots to sit down and charge your phone get out of the crowd so we we really want people to explore the new areas of the convention center we'll have signs pointing to all this trying to help spread people out um third the lowest level will be where the celebrity autograph area is again um we may have one or two more announcements i have heard there's a potential for at least one cancellation um i haven't got that confirmed yet but i think we had our first cancellation yesterday Uh, I, I heard the rumor right before yeah. the show. I am very <clears throat> Megan. Uh, who did you hear? Well, Megan, my wife, said that she read it somewhere. It must have been posted on Facebook or something. It may be posted now. Who, who was that, it? That, that Alan was. Tudyk. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I was excited about Alan. I like Alan. Um, and he probably is headliner level, but he wasn't part of any of our giant reunions. Um. So, speaking of reunions, I do have a question. Play it on me. 
So one thing I'm a little excited about was apparently we've kind of uh, expanded into a little bit of a My Name is Earl reunion. We have. Yeah. And I had heard, of course, I knew Jason Lee and Ethan Supley. Supley? Yeah. I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name. We're going to be there. And I knew that. But apparently, of course, Jamie Presley has been announced and everything. But I had heard that the actor that played Darnell was going to be there. But I don't see him posted. Is, has that not been like confirmed Darnell, yet? The Crab Man? Yeah, the Crab Man. Yeah, he's announced. He should have been last Friday's announcements. Okay, I don't see him on the website yet. That's what I was curious about. He, he may not be on the website. He's on the Facebook section. Uh, oh. Should be on the website. I'll bring that up to somebody because he should be on there by now. Yeah, the Crab Man is coming. Ah, yeah. See, you're all going to get all my money this year, and I don't like that. You need to stop doing this stuff. Very excited about it. Oh, speaking of money, uh, we are going to a new ticketing system. In years past, uh, people, as they came to the convention, especially on Saturday morning, would be met with a giant line that wrapped around the block. And we had people out who would explain to you what the line was and try to explain to you that there are actually two lines, one line for... I need to get a ticket or I need to redeem this QR code for something. And then another line was just, I need to pick up my badge, which was the main line. Well, that created confusion. And although people would wait in line and they'd have people telling them that there were two separate lines, they'd be afraid to, because they'd already waited 30 minutes in this one line. They didn't want to get out and get back in the back of it. Uh, they didn't maybe see the signs because they were excited about all the stuff going on. They were talking to their friends in line. So this year, all ticket sales are online. There will be nowhere at Lexington Comic Con to go to a window and buy a ticket. So the one line outside will just be the one line. If you're in it and you haven't bought a ticket, you can buy the ticket on your phone while you're there. It's super easy. You just can't walk up to a counter when you get inside the building and buy a ticket. Um, we got a little bit of kickback on Facebook. Uh, we tried to explained to everybody what was going on and that you can still buy tickets the day of. You don't have to pre-buy because some people were worried about their schedules being changed or celebrities canceling and things like that. You don't you don't have to buy in advance, or at least in advance of the day. You just have to buy in advance of walking in the door. Uh, so if you if you so make you could be in the parking lot, pull out your smartphone, buy a ticket. Absolutely. One hundred percent. and you can make it all the way to the door. Uh, and really, if the line is moving slow enough, you could get inside the door and pull your phone out and buy a ticket. Just before True. you see a little lady at a counter, you need to have purchased your ticket so you can show her your piece of paper or your phone or whatever you have so she can scan your code, hand you a badge, and send you in. Um, it'll be smooth. There will be no more confusion on the lines. There will just be one line to get in. The ladies at the counter won't have to count change or do sales. They'll just scan your code, give your badge, so the line should move faster for entry this year also. Uh, is our our grand hope. Because all they're doing then is just scanning QR codes. Yep. Yep. The ladies at the counter will just be scanning codes, giving you your ticket. No no more. Like, like any major convention in any big city in the last five to ten years does? Yeah. 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 We're trying to. I know you're being polite, Tyler. And I want to. I do, My opinions do not represent those of anyone associated with LCTC. This is just me as a podcast host, but all the people whining about this online can just shut the hell up. D don't tell me you were waiting till the day of the convention to decide if you were going to go or not. You knew you're going to go. It's a big deal. It's less than 20 comic conventions, four days of awesomeness. You know, you're going just buy your ticket. Shut up. 
They were nice enough to tell you, hey, it's online only and we're selling out. Make sure you get them now, folks. But no, you want to sit there and him and haw and wait a bit. And then bitch to the convention about, well, you guys can't sell until canceled last year and I couldn't get my money back. That's not the convention's fault that someone canceled on them, okay? That's not how conventions work, okay? Sorry, Tyler. I just got very perturbed. People whining about you guys on Facebook. I know they talked about somebody having rants, and I, I can't remember who it was that had rants. Yeah, I was going to say, and yeah, Jay, you and I are the ones that have rants. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're the ones that rant. Yeah, yeah. You know, John, I, I, I'm not sure if I'm coming this year. So, okay. um, Once again, that's fine, Jay. We understand. As long as <laughs> Megan comes. No, she's not. Cookies. She's not. <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I, I don't, I don't think you understand. And if, and if she does bring cookies, they're only going to be for Tyler. See, mm. See? Well, that's fair. That's fair. He, he, he and, has already opened the door now that she is coming. And if she does come, and her the cookies are only for Tyler, it's because they're going to spend another like half hour to forty five minutes talking about Ghost. So uh, I was going to mention it later. Has she bought her tickets for the new tour? I don't think so. I'll have to ask her later and, oh. and see. Excited. Let's see what she says. Oh, you mean the band Ghost, not the oh. Patrick Swayze movie. Yeah, I thought yeah. I, I thought we were talking about the Patrick Swayze movie too. Oh no. Gotcha. No. I thought Tyler and Megan were just gonna get together on a pottery wheel and <laughs> hey, you know sons of ghost. There's there's worse choices she could make than that. So uh-huh. there is. She could choose choose Jay. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Oh I'm sorry. Boo worms. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we know who's not getting any uh, baked goods from the bakery. So, uh, so she's coming. Those guys. So, well, yeah. Comic Con and conventions of the future and things for this year. Do you guys have any specific questions for this year? And then I'll have a question for you for the future. Ooh. Ooh. Um, are there any vendors you're especially excited about coming this year? Um, you know, I, I really don't know about any new vendors. That's kind of outside of my part of okay. the question. I just see them when they come in. There is a new prop that I'm excited about. Uh, oh, can you, can you tell us what? Uh, one will be a surprise. It will be coming with Roxy the Rancor, but it is not a Star Wars prop. Is, is it the T-Rex from Jurassic Park? Oh, no, but that would be cool. That would be, and, and it seems right. The guy who made Roxy the Rancor, it seems kind of right up his alley, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. He loves his lizards. He does. So I, I, I just, I took a stab. Yeah, this is a, this is falls in the reptilian world, I believe. Oh, uh, maybe, oh. Maybe. is it Godzilla? Oh, no. So many oh, okay. ideas though. Um, and it's very appropriate for things that are going on in the world today. Uh, I think people will be excited to see it. We're going to be the debut. It'll be its first outing. Um. Is it's, it a Chinese spy balloon? <laughs> Jesus. Well, see, I, I was I was gonna go with an upscaled replica of the coronavirus. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a big coronavirus. A balloon of the coronavirus. Yeah. Um sorry. And then the Ghostbusters are gonna have an ectomobile this year. I'm very excited. What, what? Apparently we are. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm very excited about this. Yeah. Tyler and I have chatted about this a bit. Yeah. So that that's super fun. Um yeah, outside the vendors, I, I'm always excited to see uh, a DT Comics. They always bring a giant wall of incredible wall books. So they're they're the guys you oh, see yeah. like four Hulk 181s or like three AF15s or are are know, they the ones are they the ones that had the, uh, are they the ones that had the girlfriend comic? 
Yes, they had the copy of the girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I I hope they bring that back because I, I I love seeing the girlfriend comic. It's a fantastic conversation piece. Um, it's it's beautiful. Yeah, we we're gonna have an exclusive comic this year. Did you guys see that announcement? Tell us anyway. I did not actually. So uh, Jared happens to be a huge fan of classic romance comics, old Archie covers and things like that. That are like teen romance or good girl Judy or whatever the the golden age romance books. Jared is a huge fan. So just so happens currently in the amazing Spider-Man storyline, there's a little bit of a love triangle between Spider-Man, Mary Jane and black cat. So Jared talked to whoever you have to talk to at Marvel and they picked an artist and they're going to have the current issue of Spider-Man with the Lexington comic con exclusive romance cover style cover with Mary Jane, Spidey and black cat. Whoa. Nice. That's it looks cool. awesome. Everybody that buys a four-day ticket will get that included in their goodie bag, and then I believe there will be some copies available at the merch booth. Um, um uh, at some point, Tyler, um, uh, off the air, maybe tomorrow or something. Because I don't know, well, I don't know how long you're with us tonight. I, I really would like to have a quick discussion about the goodie bags. Sure. Oh yeah, we have discussed before, and I, I believe we can make what you want to happen happen. Thank you. Scott wheeling dealing on the air. Just, just let me know what I need to do. Absolutely. You know what you need to do. You know. Akio mm. <laughs> prostitute. <laughs> uh, I have a I have a logistical question, and, and maybe you don't know the answer to this. But there, there's something about conventions that I love, but I've always wondered how we skirt around this. One of our favorite vendors at every convention that we look for when we're setting up is the bootleg guy. And I say that as a general term, because it's not the same guy every time, but the guy selling bootlegs. Yeah. How do we get around that? Well, the official policy is that we do not endorse bootlegs of anything. Um, We have specifically asked vendors to remove merchandise from their booth that was bootleg art that happened to feature artwork by legitimate artists who were on the other side of our hall. We have... I believe in the past had to ask one vendor to take the whole booth down because it was all illegitimate art. But I, if I remember correctly, the bootlegs you're talking about are the guys that sell like old TV shows and old copies of extremely hard to find movies that may not exist. Yes. That's kind of one of those moral gray areas because while what he is doing is unlicensed and is a bootleg there's no legitimate version of that that exists anywhere. You can't go to CBS Fox and buy a copy of the Star Wars Holiday Special. I have multiple copies of that. Some that I bought at conventions and some I bought online. George Lucas won't sell me one. I'd give him my money if he would let mm-hmm. me. So it's just one of those gray areas where we don't ask people to bring it, but we know that there's a market for it and it makes some people happy and... It's just one of those, like, it's almost like the Marvel reproduction books that Marvel puts out now. I can't afford a Hulk number one, but I bought one this week from Heroes Realm in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, A repro? Yeah, the repro. I mean, it looks fantastic. And they put the old ads and stuff in there. So that's that's cool. Yeah. You know, so it kind of, it's almost that thing. But I I know the bootleg guy. I've looked for bootleg guys at Comic-Cons before, and sometimes they have amazing stuff. Old TV specials that include the commercials. and Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> you're not getting 4K from these guys. You're getting definitely a transfer from old TV transmission, but it, 
Yeah. Nostalgia that you can't purchase anywhere else. And that's always my rule, too, is it, it, if they're there, I'm only buying stuff that I can't get commercially. Yeah. Uh, so, like, my big thing, I finally got a copy of the Despecialized Star Wars uh, last last convention. Um, very nice transfer, actually. Yeah. Army and those guys that worked on that, I don't know the real names, but I remember the 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 online handle for Harmy and the Despecialized Editions. They put out a fantastic product. That's maybe my they favorite did. vintage version of Star Wars. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, it, it was a very much a, an online collaborative effort amongst a yeah. lot of different people because they sampled, you know, a lot of of different uh, versions and remaster versions to get yeah. you know, not only the scenes, but I mean, you, you, you and I, a lot of people, myself included, think when you think despecialized, you think just the the version the theatrical version without the the added scenes and stuff but no yeah. these people go into different like uh versions that were put out with different uh you know uh color palettes different sound qualities different and they it's sample real. all that yeah and uh yeah they did a really 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 phenomenal job yeah so i got just a few more minutes let me pose a question yeah. to you then i'll have to hop off so question for the future what what do you think would be more fun as an attendee? A Comic Con that has 50 guests where they have five or six headliners and 45 lower level people who add on to the, like a, a, a reunion. You know, we got Jason okay. and we got Crabman. You know, Jason Lee's a little higher on the Hollywood hierarchy than Crabman, but together they make a fantastic group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we always try to build that out. Or would you like to have a Comic Con that has twenty headliners? You get to see people; they're all major stars. So you, instead of having, and I don't want to knock anybody because I love all these people, but instead yeah, of I having, get saying. instead of having twelve Ewoks and one Ewan McGregor, you'd have a Ewan and a Hayden and Anthony Daniels. And you then, had me at Ewan McGregor, so everyone else was just icing yeah. on the cake at that point. Sorry. If you could get Ewan McGregor, sure. <laughs> yeah. But, and you guys see what I'm saying, you know, where you get yeah. all bangers. Yeah. 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 My only concern there is pricing. Like, if you've yeah. got 20 yeah. really cool people, can I afford? Or is it going to be like 400 bucks a person? That's kind of what we thought, too. You know, yeah. it. it it wouldn't necessarily change the ticket price at the door to get in, but just mm -hmm. because all those people are in the room, can you afford to get all their autographs? Yeah. And I, I'm fine sort of playing, this is, this is a bad term to use, but I'm fine playing celebrity triage. You'd be like, well, look, I want to meet eight people, but my wallet can only afford two. So who's our top choices? Like I, I have to, you know, because we're busy running the Ghostbuster table uh, at the cons anyway, I, I always end up having to kind of do like, okay, who are my top two or three people I have to meet? And the rest, it'll be cool if I can, but if not, I won't worry about it. So I'm, I'm, I'm fine doing that. It's just, it's, it's, cause I know the, the bigger and my bigger names, I think we're, what we really mean is, is people who are still active, uh, yeah. people who are still making stuff, people who are still showing up in places and, and those actors to commit to doing a convention is a big financial thing. So, as long as they're not charging an arm and two legs, yeah, I'm fine going getting a yeah. couple of people if they're bigger names, if I can yeah. still afford to. To to sort of piggyback off of John's comment, like last year, having Giancarlo Esposito was awesome. Yes. And that was really cool, but there are also a lot of other people that would be cool to meet. 
I just never got to a chance to meet them all. And like this year, there's a whole bunch of people that I would love to go meet. And it's like, okay, who do I actually want to go talk to this year? And I feel like the more big name headliners you have, the harder that choice becomes, not just financially, but just like for yourself. Like, yeah, there's only so many hours in the con. Right. And like when we're, when we're doing the Ghostbuster stuff, we don't have the time to go stand in line A for 30 minutes, then the line B for 30 minutes, you know, like we're, we're kind of busy. So like, like this year I'm thinking, and now that Alan Tudyk said that he wasn't going to, that he had to cancel, which is unfortunate because I was going to rock a Dale and Tucker cosplay. Oh yeah. You still should, by the way. You should. Um, but anyway, so that uh, now this year it's like, okay, do I want to meet, you know, these other guys that are big names um, or do I spread myself out? I, you know what I mean? Like, what do you do? So that's kind of where we've been coming to. And it's something that I had thrown out before. It's just looking at conventions that I want to visit around the country to see people that I want to see. Cause although I work at Lexington comic con, I'm much like you guys. I'm oftentimes too busy to go do the things that I would like to do. So yeah. although we have a guest at our show, I sometimes have to meet them at other shows. Uh, <laughs> I've noticed other shows around the country uh, have started changing. Some of them have started changing their model. Uh, and I guess it just makes it easier with the convention next door. You know, if they're doing model a, where they're all headliners, you can do model B where you do a few headliners and a, a few other people because you're going to attract a different crowd. So we just yeah. something we were looking at and mm-hmm. yeah. trying, trying to gauge what people felt about it out in the world. Um, and then my other, my other follow up with that would be, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, with big name stuff. Um, would that include VIP packages or guaranteed autograph stuff? Uh, Cause I know our, our friends over at Scarefest had, had kind of a nightmare pun not intended uh, with Robert Anglin the past couple of years of trying to, the, the, the first year they had them, people, came bought a ticket and stood in line all day and didn't get to meet him um and, and granted that that's like an absolute worst case scenario but if you're bringing in bigger people and drawing in a bigger crowd uh would there be a vip system would there be like what what they ended up doing uh this past year with when rob Raglan came back which was like group numbers so you bought your your uh ticket you got in the con then you go buy your autograph ticket to go meet him and you're assigned group a group b whatever and then throughout the day they'd call hey if you're in group b come get in line now hey if you're in group c come get in line now so people yeah. could actually walk around the con and not wait in line all day uh and, and that's more of a logistics thing but another concern you know price and and if i'm paying enough kind of guarantee i'll get to meet this person or is there a chance i could buy my ticket buy my pass and then not get to meet the person because the line is 12 hours long yeah. yeah, it's definitely something. And the conventions I've looked at that have had the, the bigger model, I haven't went to any of those. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, I don't know if they use that type of system or not, but I bet you're right. I bet they do. Um, and I don't know that that's the type of system that fits for our market. Yeah. Um, but we're always <laughs> looking, you know, five years down the road and how we can grow and bring a better show and a better experience for everybody that comes and supports us. Um, and to that end, we want to really get back on the Rupp Arena floor, get all that extra space, make our line so much easier. People can sit down, enjoy the view while they wait their turn. Uh, it just, the, the years that we had it, it just worked so well, uh, aside from the first year with the hallway of death. But <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were there. Oh, yeah. Actually, 
that that's one of my one of my favorite con stories is with Scott Cox. Uh, the two of us were wandering around Rupp Arena floor looking at how the layout was for the celebrities and just like checking out some of the vendors in there. And this also ties into the whole do you do headliners or like get some like smaller name people? And I remember Scott was asking me if I'd ever seen a TV show. And then just out of nowhere, Kevin Sorbo is behind oh. us, like joining in our conversation. Yeah. And, and like, I feel like you miss out on some of that opportunity okay. as like vendors. Yes. Like, and that's really cool as of somebody who gets in before the crowds, like you get yeah. to, you can yeah. wander around and check out these places. And like, yeah. it was a legit conversation with Kevin Sorbo. No. And yeah, it's it like was- something that I would never imagine happening in my life. Yeah, no, yeah, we we were we were wandering around. This was this was I think the second year that you all had the celebrities on, you know, uh, the Rupp Arena floor. Uh, and so it was the year after the Hallway of Death. Yeah, uh, and everything. And so Jay and I, yeah, we had gotten set up, and we were just wandering around before the the, the gates open uh, and everything. And Kevin Sorbo was at his table, and he was putting out his pictures and stuff, and we were having a conversation. And some, I don't know if it was a question that was overheard or whatever, but Kevin Sorbo just chimed in and we just kind of drifted over and we had a nice little conversation with him and stuff. Uh, one of my favorite things, and this is something that I miss with with the new layout, uh, but I understand the necessity of the new layout. So this is not a criticism. It's just something I miss was. Uh, there was, there was a, a, you know, the, the old layout that we had, you know, all of us were in the, the, what we call the pre-function area. And a lot of the celebrities basically walked through that area in the morning before the doors open, whenever they were going to the table. Right. And Jeremy Bullock, who, who played the original, you know, man behind the armor for Boba Fett, uh, came walking through one, I think, I, I think it was Saturday morning. I'm not sure, but he walked over to our table uh and, and everything and we were I, I was just sitting there because we had just set up we'd get everything uncovered we we're just waiting for the doors to open and had a nice conversation with him he was a nice man you know there was no pressure of a fan and celebrity it was just it was just really nice little conversation it was fun i kind of missed that because you don't get that with the new layout that is fun yeah yeah so but that's neither here nor there i love the new layout it's good it really is good. I'm a, I'm a, a lot of people bitch that first year about, uh, well, no one comes to us. They're all going downstairs to go see the celebrities. I'm like, yeah, but in the, they're like, well, in the, in the old layout, they had to get past us to go to celebrities. I'm like, yeah, and they ran right past us to go to celebrities. Right yeah, <laughs> they didn't uh, even stop to look. They just, just, everyone just made a beeline for the back wall to go yeah. get to the celebrities. I, I, I will admit, the first year of the new layout, I was kind of on the same like bandwagon like i thought the same thing i thought we're gonna you know the vendors are gonna suffer because they don't have to go through the vendor area that's what i thought but i was proven wrong because we're on year is this year three or year four the new the kind of the new layout i think it's year three because covid messed up one of our years for the new layout yeah but yeah the two the two years that we've had it's been very very active on the vendor floor and it may take a little yeah. bit longer to get busy because people, again, start with the celebrities and then work their way towards us. But yeah, yeah. And I think like, Tyler will back up. You know, numbers, attendance numbers don't lie. It, yeah. it has not hurt attendance. Yeah, no, I, I think it's fine. The, like I said, the only thing that I miss 
is that little bit of you know before the doors open with the vent with with the celebrities. So it, Tyler, if you if you could just route all the celebrities through the vendor <laughs> on their way to their table, you know that would just be awesome. I don't specifically know, past our booth, yeah, exactly. Just our mornings uh, before before the show opens and before you start your protest of the food court. If you if you just happen to protest the celebrity room <laughs> past you, they might be confused about your signs, but they'll still walk past. Would you sign my sign, please? Thank you. Sign this to support more wieners. <laughs> my wiener. Worst food in the food court. Uh, more bad food. <laughs> wieners. Wieners. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Tyler. We've appreciated your your input and, like I said, uh, letting some credibility to this this uh, hack fest that is a show. I'm always happy to be here, guys. Thanks for the invite. Thank you, sir. Adios, muchachos. I'll see you. Bye. I'm going to be texting you. Sounds good. I'll be awaiting eagerly. Accio wieners. Accio wieners. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, not he's gone. Jeez, what a wet carpet. Ah. Uh. Now, thank you, Tyler. Uh, we enjoy you being on the show and giving us some input. Uh, but now that it is just us boys, uh, for this last little bit here, um, I don't know how. So I had things kind of broken down to categories. Because that's how I do stuff. But who were we excited to meet this year? Uh, I know we kind of mentioned some of them. I know Jay, one of yours just kind of got knocked out from you, but yeah. And I was super excited because I feel like he was the type of person that, like, the experience I had last year with Giancarlo Esposito was like once in a lifetime. And I've told that story before. And I feel like. Alan Tudyk would have been on board because I wanted to recreate the uh, DVD cover of um, oh. yeah, I, I, Dale and Tucker. I feel so, he would have definitely done that with you. Yeah, If for no other reason than you were there to talk about something other than Firefly, he would have loved you. Yes. Yeah. And that just is kind of a bummer, but like, I don't know. I, I Hey, man, I you bank that and maybe he'll come back. There's, there's other, I mean, I'd like to meet Sam Raimi. Um, I see uh, Kevin Smith is on my list. See, um, when, it, when, it, when it comes to people like Sam Raimi and Kevin Smith, like, would I like to meet them? Yeah, I mean, I, I like their work, I like what they do, and, and stuff like that. But to me, they're just so big of a celebrity, like, the lines are going to be so long and huge. You're going to get so little time with them. Like, I would rather focus on celebrities I'm going to get more time with. Yeah. Well, at the risk of knocking some wind out of your sails again, Jay, did you already purchase your Kevin Smith autograph pass? No. Get on that. He's doing a limited signing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you want something signed, get on it now. Um, I signed up day one because he is number two on my list of people I want to meet this year. And it has nothing to do with the VSQ universe. Uh, those movies are great, but I don't give a shit about those. I want to talk to him about one thing and one thing only, and that's Green Arrow Quiver, the comic book that got me into Green Arrow. I've got multiple copies of issue number one. Uh, I have to get them looked at to figure out which one the better one is. And and I'm finally going to get that fucker autographed. So that's, but yeah, I think it was like 50 bucks in advance to get your autograph spot because he's only, he's only signing one day for like three hours. And to be honest, like if I don't get to, that's fine. That's not 
Like, it's not going to kill me to not meet him. Um, I mean, if you just want to meet him, you can come stand in line with me. I would do that. I would just be like, holy shit, it's Kevin Smith. Yeah. Um, and then I would show him my pop vinyl of myself that my friends at one of the schools I taught at got me. That was him. Oh, okay. The thing. Like, it's like, why are you showing him a pop vinyl of you? Okay. It's Makes him, sense now. but it. they turned it into me. And, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Scott, what about you? Well, I, I think we all know who my number one is for this year. We don't even have to say it. It goes without saying. Austin St. John. Mike Grell. Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> who is Austin St. Grell? <laughs> what? <clears throat> sorry. Oh no, my 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 top one on the list and 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 we've already got a photo op uh scheduled with him and we we're we're working on cosplays because I'm gonna be that guy, the nerdy guy. I, no, 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 sir. We are we, gonna be that guy. We are gonna be that guy. Um with with the thing and and I I based on his personality from what I've seen, I, I envision nothing but complete courtesy and ingratiating uh, false flattery <laughs> um, from him because he 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 is uh, a, a consummate gentleman. Uh, is Anson Mount, uh, who is who is currently playing Captain Christopher Pike? He's, oh, Captain, my Captain! Uh, you know, and he's doing a phenomenal job with both Trek and that role, uh, and it's great. I do have like th- there's been some others here recently that have been kind of added. I just found out here in the last day or so that are really on my list too. But yeah, yeah, they're still dropping names. Uh, people coming out. It's it's. Uh, if you haven't looked in a while, go to their go to their Facebook page before they go to their website. That the Facebook is more up to date. Well, one that I just saw, like I was looking at the website here that I didn't even know about because you know I don't get things as they happen. I get things like months after they happen. Uh, but Bib Fortuna is going to be there. Yeah, I didn't realize that. You know, I just saw him on the list on the website, and I'm like, "Holy shit! I'd like to meet Bib Fortuna." I usually what? do need a Bib Fortuna. It can get kind of messy. I make a tuna salad, and then... you are now banned from meeting Bib Fortuna because I know you're going to make that joke. I would not, and he does not need to hear that joke. Listen, I'm not the guy that does the Batman voice to Batman. Okay. Oh God. So, I I do have one really important question for Anson Mount though. And let me run it by you first, Scott. Okay. I just want to know. First, I want to shake the man's hand and tell him thank oh, you. Yeah. And then I just want to ask him, do you have a good chiropractor? From holding the entire Star Trek franchise oh. on your back, do you have a good chiropractor? That? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I would disagree that he's. I get where you're coming from. Yeah, but, but you're you. Yeah. He, he He's not. He really is. He he is one of the key linchpins. So it's right now, in my opinion, it's Anson Mount, Patrick Stewart, because you can't you can't deny his, uh, his his uh, I don't know, star power is the wrong word, but his you know what I'm saying of of Star Trek. Um, so Anson Mount, Patrick Stewart, and uh, Anson Mount, Patrick Stewart, Kate Mulgrew, and um. The two main voice characters from Lower Decks, and I don't know their names. 
that that do uh uh uh, uh Boimer and shit, whatever the hell her name is. But those those are your linchpins. Now, right now, you also have the the overwhelming arc. And I would say even more than all of those when it comes to current Trek is you have Will Wheaton coming back as as Wesley Crusher. Because for some odd reason, Trek fans are just insane over Wesley Crusher. More so than just about anybody else. That's just me. I don't entirely know why I like the character. I don't put quite that much grandiose stock in him as other people do, but apparently they do. So, yeah. Alrighty then. Hey, once again, you put the quarter in. You, you yeah. Gotta, you know. <clears throat> I told uh, I told Megan that because I was asking her who she wanted to meet, and she's like, "Oh, there's not really anybody." And I was like, oh, my God, Megan, what you should do is because I have a cat from uh, when I did an alien cosplay with a friend of mine because it was Jonesy. Uh, and I said, you should take the cat and a gun like a not a real one um, uh-huh. and get a picture with David Delaraca With the him holding the, the gun against the cat. I thought that would be funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would that would be. Yeah. That would be funny. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I would, I wouldn't mind to kind of meet him. He's not on my autograph list, but list, but I, I, I love that. Um, I, I wouldn't mind to meet. Um, uh, oh shit, what's his name? Uh, the other guy, uh, Sean, Sean Patrick, Patrick Flannery. Uh, but not for, not for Boondock Saints. I love Boondock Saints, but uh, for Young Indian Jones, like I'd, I'd like to ask him, you know, a little bit about that. Like, you know, what, what, what was it like stepping into that? Because I know. You know, Lucas and Spielberg had, you know, kind of, you know, like what uh, benchmarks did they give you that you had to hit? Because that cannot he's he's really there's only been three actors that I'm aware of that have I'm sorry, four actors that have played Henry Jones, Jr. So there's Harrison Ford, obviously. Um, There's River Phoenix. There's Sean Patrick Flannery. Uh, who played you know, a young Indiana Jones in most of the young Indiana Jones Chronicles. But the first quote unquote season or the first chapter, there was a kid and I don't know his name because he was like nine at the time who played a nine year old Henry Jones Jr. So between all the actors that have played them, Harrison Ford and Sean Patrick Flannery have played him the most. And so I'm, I'd just be really curious, like, when you got on set, like, what were your directions that were given to you? Like, you know, what did you have to hit to to, to do this? Like, you know, that's just me. Uh, Interesting. I do. Well, there is one thing. And if we're, like, not necessarily celebrities that we're looking forward to, but uh, one thing that I am looking forward to at the convention is there has been very few times that I've seen Obi John go total fanboy. Very, very few times that I've seen it happen. But luckily I was there to see it live in living color happen right in front of me. I I got to see Obi John turn into the biggest fanboy on the face of the planet, like literally gushing. Uh 
And that was when he got to meet Mike Grell for the first time. So I'm hoping that he again goes to meet Mike Grell and asks me again to come with him. And I hope that we can stand there in line again and have John look at me and go, that's him. That's him. Mike Grell. There he is. Do you think he'll, do you think I look okay? How's my, how's my cape look? How's my hood look? Does it, does this look okay? Is, is my quiver on right? Is this, ah, it was great. Well, Jay, you, all, you, you never told the end of that story, which is I ended up doing a whole photo shoot with Mike yes. Grell because yes. he was over the moon to see me and I yep. ended up being on his website and now we're old friends. So it's not going to be, I'm so nervous. It's going to be, hey, Mike, what's up, buddy? Yes. Totally good like that. And he did yeah. play with your bow and he took your bow and was <laughs> yes, playing with it. And then <clears throat> my favorite is the save me, Ollie pose. As, like, <laughs> that was fun. To see the pictures, you're like, okay, what the hell's going on? But like to hear him saying the stuff, oh my God, that was great. Yeah, yeah he was he was super fun. Uh, my girl, a comic book writer and artist um, for me, famous for, for Green Arrow in the 80s. Uh, but he also did uh, Warlord is the other big comic he's famous for. <clears throat> and yes, he'll be back, and he is on my list. Uh, I've, I've I've got an autographed Green Arrow number one of his run, so now I'm going to go through. He did a bunch of variant covers for more recent Green Arrow comics. I'm going to go dig through those and see if there's any cool ones to have him. I want him to sign something, but I've already got like the thing, so uh, we're looking for that. And then Anson Matt was my other big celebrity I wanted to meet. So, um, but that's all we have for celebrity meets. Is there anybody else? Celebrity wise, or that that are those are big people. Well, I mean, so uh, one of the things that's been announced, you know, and and stuff was, of course, you've got a lot of U.S. Universe people with Kevin Smith coming. Jason Mewes is going to be there, obviously. Uh, they brought back Jason Lee and Ethan Soupley. I forget once again. I forget how I don't know how to pronounce his last name. And uh, we don't know either, so we never correct you, yeah, Scott. They're they're both from uh, Mallrats, but. I just found out yesterday that in addition to them, Jamie Presley and the gentleman who played Crab Man on uh, My Name is Earl has been mm-hmm. announced. And they're going to have a little bit of a kind of My Name is Earl um, uh, reunion, which I am head over heels for because I'm literally on season four of my rewatch of My Name is Earl. I love that whole concept. I love the actors. I love all the reincurring characters, like everything about that, that show was, was funny. It made me laugh. It still does every time I watch it um, and stuff. So I'm looking forward. I'm, I'm still trying to decide uh, if I want to actually meet all of them and, and if I can and all that good stuff. Um, also somebody for me who is somewhat low on the totem pole and he's been there before. Uh, and, and I've, I've not, quote unquote met him but i was in the vicinity when he was doing an autograph thing so i got to see him um but this year i think i want to try and get his autograph is sylvester mccoy who played yeah the, who played the seventh doctor um because I've, I've got an autograph of the fifth doctor uh and he's the only doctor that i have so i'd like to add sylvester mccoy but i would love to see a full-on doctor who year like I would love to see them get as many doctors as they could. I, I know they wouldn't be the the main like right now. The whole mall rats thing is one of their big ones. You know, it would be kind of a secondary reunion if they could get it. But I would love to see them get as many doctors as they could. If you get Tom Baker there, you've got my money. Okay. 
Well, I mean, you you got Sylvester McCoy, Tom Baker, Peter Davidson, um, David Tennant, uh, Christopher Eccleston. You're uh, not going to get Eccleston. I'm probably I, not going to get Tennant. No, I know. I'm just stating doctors who are still Yeah, in, in, Any modern era doctor is probably a, I mean, I'm not saying impossible because I think uh, Tennant and Billy Piper were at a con in Louisville or Cincinnati a few years back. So not impossible, but hard yeah. get. Hard get. Yeah, I get. Um, uh, Jody Whitaker. I don't know if she's doing, I don't, I don't know if she does conventions and uh, uh, of course, Matt Smith. I don't think he does conventions and uh, he's busy shooting he, season two of uh, dragons. Peter, yeah. Peter, Peter Cavalli. So once again, to get them all would be nigh impossible to get all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm telling you right now, if you could get all surviving doctors in one convention, you would make bank. And even then, see, I think that your strategy there is book a doctor, book any doctor from the modern era, and then you book their side characters around them. So if you get yes. and that's a good Tennant or, or Eccleston, you then book John Berriman, you yeah. book Billy Piper, uh, you book you book around them. So hey, it, it's, it's it's that doctor, but it's that whole doctor's cast. That, that's yes. I think how you do that. And if good, again, if possible, yeah. And the big problem, Doctor Who characters, is most of them live overseas, and that's a it, again that's a harder get. It is uh, not again, not impossible, but harder. Yeah. Um, I know they've been trying to get um, um, shit Willow, whose name escapes my mind now. Warwick Davis. Thank you. They've been trying to get. They've been working to get Warwick Davis here for a couple years now. Um, because Warwick, if he comes to the States, doesn't want to do a convention. He wants to get like a work visa and do a bunch of them and be in the States for like six months. So they're trying to book enough shows with other conventions to get him here. Uh, at least that's what I've been told by people. I won't say whom, but, uh, again, it's hard, harder to get, but, uh, no, I'm with you. That'd be, that'd be cool. Yeah. And I'm going to follow up with Tyler. Uh, did Ewan McGregor just pop out of your head or is there something <laughs> I need to know about? Cause don't you fucking tease me with that. Um. Yeah. Don't don't you don't you tease. Hope you job with that. Um. So that being said, the other big component to the conventions that we enjoy because we're that kind of nerds, and Scott's kind of touched on it a bit, the cosplay. Mm. Boys, is there anything new coming out of the closet for uh, the uh, convention this year? Mm. Jay. Uh, no. Oh no no. There is something new that's coming out of the closet for you, Jay. And if it doesn't, I'm going to be a little miffed. Uh-oh. A fully functional laser baby? A fully functional laser baby. I, fully, <laughs> I completely retrofitted your laser baby. If it doesn't make some sort of appearance, once again, uh, not completely upset but pissed, but I'm going to be a little miffed. Just a little. Just a little. I, I did enjoy doing Billy Butcher. Um, yeah. I know people don't. They see it and they're like, huh? But it's okay. <laughs> Because you, unless you know it, you like, unless you're actively thinking about it, you're like, ah, uh, what? Who the hell is this guy? Um, but I was considering it because it's actually a pretty easy one to put together, and uh, I like ones that are kind of comfy to walk around and do stuff. Uh, but yes, I was thinking about bringing Laser Baby, and uh, I also now have a new pair of um, prescription sunglasses. So, uh, I was also going to suggest that since you're not using Laser Baby for many, 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 many months on end, you might want to take the battery out and only put a battery in during a convention. Ah, yeah. If you haven't already. 
Uh, yeah, no, I totally did that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he just he just he just said thanks, Scott, and just dropped Laser Baby on whatever table happened to be threw him in a corner, and has yeah. never touched him since. Uh, He'll dust it off the week before he comes to the convention. It's fine. Why? Why? Why am I being attacked like this? I don't. You I know don't, why? Why? What did I do? Apparently, you know didn't remove the battery from Laser Baby's head. I, is I'm I I'm sorry. I drilled into the back of an infant's skull, sir. <laughs> After sawing off a section of it, yes. Um, and then drilling into its eyes and removing it from its body. Yes. But uh, no, that so it's not new. But I am excited to dust off a classic um, that I enjoy doing, and I didn't do last year but my wife did and now she has her own and apparently and i don't want to step on his toes no do uh, it we're getting a third one so this year will be team deathstroke cosplay hell yeah yeah where i am the like a hybrid of comic slash Arrowverse sort of Deathstroke. Uh, and Megan is female Deathstroke. No, no. She has a name. We talked about this. Uh, 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 late lady, lady Deathstroke. Ravager. Uh, Ravager. That's it. Um, and then John is uh, going full on comic mode Deathstroke. So. Lots of orange. Lots of orange and blue. I'm really sick of looking at orange and blue. Yeah, we're uh, so so much painting and sanding and repainting and putting new straps on stuff and just I I yep. bit off way more than I can chew with this costume. It's uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. It's gonna uh, be fun because it's just one of those things. Again, it's like it's not one of the ones that people drop. They don't drop their jaws to the floor when they see you. But the people who know who you are appreciate it. <laughs> we also have to go get a photo of us with Deadpool. Okay. Just because it's funny. Just any anyway. dead any Deadpool. Well, there's there's a specific Deadpool. If 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 we're in costume when he's and I need to reach out to him. Uh um the guy who does Deadpool for a cosplay for a cause is a great Deadpool. Okay. Uh, so if, if he's suited up, we need to go get a picture with him. Uh, just so we can put the picture of, hey, look at all these death strokes we saw and just wait for someone to call us out. It'll be fun. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that, man. The uh, I'm excited for Jay to see it. I, I, I think Jay's going to like it. <clears throat> yeah. So many weapons, Jay. I'm I'm sure. And I'm proud. I don't have that many. I think I, I only have three. But that's okay. And I was also trying to make sure all the accessories on my, like the pouches and stuff, aren't just like superfluous pouches. But they like they they correspond. Like my mag pouches are mags for the weapon, and like they aren't just you know pouches full of stuffing to look cool. I tried to make it yeah. kind of practical. Um, we'll see how it works out. It's gonna be fun. About fake throwing knives. Those are gonna be fun to sneak past security. Yeah, yeah. They're plastic. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, yeah, so that's it. I mean, that's it for me. I'm not gonna, I was gonna do um, Dale from Dale and Tucker vs. Evil, but uh, 
Alan Tudyk's not going to be there. So Tucker and Dale versus Evil, not Dale and Tucker. It's just, it doesn't matter. It does. Um, it sounds stupid the other way. Yeah. So Dale and Tucker versus Evil. Yeah. Um, it's alphabetical. It makes sense. Uh, I still could because I have all the components. I um, still think you should because I I want to see that costume. I think that'll be one. As many people might not get it, but the ones who do are going to lose their mind, Jay. Because I I was just going to get like they have foam like they have foam felling axes on Amazon. Yep. And I was going to get one. Um, I was also thinking about, and I have a pound puppy that I was going to carry around <laughs> and tell people it was my dog Jangers. Um, I have all the components I need for it. I mean, I could still do it. Uh, and another, another thought I had was to try to find like a half, a half a body like legs and just drag it around and be like, you know, for half a guy, he's pretty heavy. Go to a Halloween uh, store. It'll be on sale right now. So it's off season. At least pack it, Jay. It's what some overalls and a shirt and a hat. Come on. Yeah, I mean, at least, I at least pack do, it. I could always do, you know, again, Mr. T. Uh, but but I you can't be Mr. T unless you got the other parts to it. So that is true. My dance card's getting kind of full. So I've got Team Deathstroke, which I'm excited about. That's top of the list. Obviously, we're doing Ghostbusters throughout the entire weekend. Um, Star Trek, which Scott's already talked about. But when we go to meet Anson Mount, we're going to be wearing some form of a Star Trek uniform. (laughs) Still a little up in the air as to which one. Um, If certain clothes wouldn't make their freaking crew shirts so god dang tight like the freaking wetsuit. Yeah, once once again, yeah, that, that new one that has the spandex kind of material and it has the weird cut and it's like skin tight on me i just i put it on and i just i just feel fat and i don't like it i do too man i look great until you get to my uh my jelly rolls and it's just like oh shit where's that spare tire coming from because yeah the, the, the when you go to look at the sizing it's not here's how the size the shirt is it's here's what size this will stretch to which is a bit misleading so it's okay. We're gonna work around it. I'm gonna end up buying a really expensive coat, but it's been worth it because it'll be awesome when we when we finally meet Anton now. Yeah. Uh, and then I've got a. I know this will be a shocker to you guys. Um, I'm I'm trying something new. Okay, it's something different. Something way out of left field for me. Uh, a Jedi. Oh. Yeah. Okay. A Jedi. I've got a. A Jedi. Yeah. A uh, a Jedi knit. Jedi can make it. As well. um, you know, you, there's only one thing that could shock me even more than that. No? Oh. Is if you said that you also were dusting off Green Arrow. Then. Well, I think you know. I was not going to. Legit, I was not going to do Green Arrow at all. Uh, mostly because I don't have a suit I'm really happy with right now. Um, and then they announced Kevin Smith and Mike Grell. I'm like, well, fuck. Um so well you know you know John I'm just gonna throw this out there uh-huh. since since we're talking about it. If you do green arrow, I can I can be deathstroke with you to Come go stand in line, with, line in, with Kevin Smith and Mike Grell. That'll be interesting because it's uh the the green arrow suit I'm breaking out is the Mike Grell suit, which I don't think we've done photos with together, so yeah, I could uh yeah. And it'll be fun. It'll be like old times. 
The fun part is the Anson Mount photo shoot and the Kevin Smith autograph are on the same day. Oh. And I don't have set times yet because they don't give you set times until like the week of. So we're, I know Kevin Smith's autograph signing is like four to seven. And we're a session A for Anson Mount. I have no idea what time session A stands or starts at, but hopefully it's enough lead time. We can go in, meet him, get our, our pictures, ideally go get that signed and then go back and change and go get in line for Kevin Smith. And then Mike Grell post Kevin Smith is the working plan. But that's Saturday, which is already going to be a nightmare because Saturday is super busy, but uh, yeah, we'll see. So yeah, thankfully it's a four day convention. So right. Spread the rest of them out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I've got brand new Obi-Wan Kenobi robes that I've tested once and then did some revisions to. I've got a brand new green tunic uh, that I want to break out at some point. And then if I get time to go through and kit bash some stuff, I think I have a Knights or uh, um, a High Republic Jedi outfit. I can throw it together, but the primary function for the Jedi stuff is uh, I've, been, I've been talking to a guy who runs the local uh, rebel Legion group. Um, he's looking to join the Ghostbusters. I'm looking to join the Jedi. So we've been chatting back and forth and, and helping each other on stuff. Uh, at some point, I need to at least throw on one of the robes to have him look at him to let me know if I'm up to par to being a, to joining the Rebel Legion uh, and being yet another group. I don't have to run. I can just show up and wear my costume and then go home early because I decided to leave early and not have to take everything down. That's the goal. That's the goal. Uh, any other uh, cosplay related stuff? Uh, yeah, I yeah. was save I was saving this. Okay, but I figured this is the right time to bring it out and, and let you guys know. Well, that's uh, all the time we have for today. Thank you. <laughs> uh, oh wait, sorry. This has been your weekly. Oh, sorry. You you're gonna be super stoked when I tell you what I'm gonna do. Okay, I'm gonna be random shooty guy random shooty guy yep i'm gonna be a random military shooty guy oh so you're gonna take your deathstroke gear and then take all the deathstroke stuff off of it and just be a guy wearing random military gear yeah i'm gonna be that okay. guy this year i, I want to okay. be that guy i don't i don't think you understand what the the phrase super stoked means <laughs> i'm uh, gonna be that guy this year scott i want to be that guy i want to okay. be that guy that walks around with my airsoft gun and and I just throw an umbrella corp patch on my No no that's that's too much effort. Oh all right, you're right. <laughs> just uh, wear your random random military uniform shit. It don't yeah. even be like a consistent uniform, just just be like uh uh Vietnam era pants with a World War II top was, and a I was gonna say a, a modern like a M4 of, with some Picatinny rails and yeah. Yeah, I was gonna do like a I was gonna do like a pair of khaki pants and like a camo top with like a black vest and maybe some goggles and use my um Punisher M4. Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. That's my plan. Alrighty. Sure, go for it. <laughs> Laser baby attached tactically to my belt. There you go. Nice. Uh, again, no, that's too much effort. <laughs> Jay knows that's like one of my big pet peeves of cosplays. It's Me blue. too. It's usually at uh, Scarefest more than anything, but uh, 
someone dressed in all black military fatigues and then they slap a number of the logo on their costume and go, oh, I'm an Aurora agent. You mean you mean like somebody who just has a bunch of tactical gear and stuff and slaps a shield patch on something and says, oh, I'm a shield agent? Yes. Yeah. Um, if you're recreating a specific shield agent look, like uh, our buddy Bandy uh, has the Avengers 1 um, shield agent Hawkeye. Yeah. That, okay, I, I, I give a pass to that because it's modified and whatnot and it's going for a specific look. But yeah, not just, I bought a tack vest from a, a airsoft thing and slapped a shield logo on. I'm a shield agent. Yeah. yeah. Or somebody who has a dark gray or black car and puts just a little darker, a little lighter gray or a little lighter black shield logo on the car and then enters it in a parade as a shield car, even though it's not screen accurate to the model or has any modifications other than just the slightly lighter logo on the door that can barely be seen. This, this I don't sounds, know what I'm talking about here. I this don't sounds know. vaguely targeted. I like I this has happened. <laughs> it's way over my head here. Uh, I don't do car stuff. Sorry. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just, I'm just speaking out of my head now. I don't know. Yep. Uh, so any uh any merch we're looking for bootleg guy well yeah obviously okay okay okay. sorry 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 let me are there any specific bootlegs you're hoping bootleg guy will have oh uh hang on i got a list (laughs) he's about to read the entire how redneck save hollywood list from joe bob (laughs) he's not wrong (laughs) (laughs) but read it i want to hear these titles well, uh, hang on. I gotta wait for my thing to refresh here. Uh, wow, there's a lot of these things here. So that one I got. That one I got. That one I got. Hooch, Gator Bait, um, the Great Texas Dynamite Chase, uh, da, 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 White Lightning, uh, Thunder Road, uh, Country Cousins, Tobacco Rudy, Two Thousand Maniacs, Sweet Georgia, um. Hot Summer in Barefoot County, uh, Poor Pretty Eddie, Dixie Dynamite, uh, Breaker Breaker, Moonshine County Express, Bad Georgia Road, Cotton Picking Chicken Pickers. Uh, That's a good one. They used to go top of your list. Yeah, Cotton Picking Chicken Pickers, 1967. Yeah, Uh, White Lion Fever, uh, Hillbillies in a Haunted House, The Year of the Yahoo, The Last American Hero, Cockfighter, uh, 1974, um, Nashville, Eat My Dust, uh, yeah, wow, just, uh, the list goes on and on here, so, yeah, but, yeah, Scott is determined that next time Joe Bob Briggs is in our area to do his How Red Next Save Hollywood tour, that we, he will have seen every movie on the list. So my question is, if, if Joe Bob comes back to our area to do, you know, the How Redneck Saved Hollywood, and I have a DVD or Blu-ray of every movie on the list, would he sign it? Like, every movie. Would he? Yes. Question's gonna be, what's he gonna charge for it? Yeah. And is that something you need to arrange prior to... <laughs> You don't want to be that guy who just literally wheels a wagon up to his table and starts unloading DVDs. 
Uh, that's more like a we'll take care of this before the show kind of thing. So, so personally, if if I were to do it, let, let let's say I was able to assemble the entire collection, right? Uh-huh. I would not be that guy who would wheel it up and start unloading. I would be that guy who wheels it up and says, "I've got the entire thing. I would love for you to sign it. I don't know how much you would charge, but would you be willing to do it after the show?" What I'm more interested in is what does he start signing when he gets to like the 20 <laughs> how many of these fuckers you got good god there's more of them holy shit make it stop where the hell did you find this one i want a copy i'm keeping this copy yeah uh, that'd be fun like isn't it that's fun nah. see i can't top that I'm, I'm looking for some tv show stuff but uh that's a good one. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see if the wood cut out. Oh yeah, guy. <laughs> Jay, they're excited to see if you're going to be there too. Yeah, I want to see what new stuff they have because hey, you've got your card on file from last one. You just want to start open a tab? Yeah, take yeah. it out. Yeah, Jesus, yes. <laughs> God, they had so much cool stuff and. I mean, it was, like, really cool stuff. Like, I couldn't help it. Uh, shout out to them. I bought so much stuff, they gave me a free magnet. More than one. <laughs> so. True story. Uh, yeah. We also oh, gave them cookies, so. There you go. <sighs> Always a good thing. I'm also on the lookout for some uh, vintage Kenner 90s aliens figures, but... Uh... The list is getting thinner. There, there, there's only a handful I actually still need. So, uh, no cookies for Scott though. So, oh, okay. But I still get cookies. Mm, you're on thin ice. But do do Jay, do I have to live like a refugee? Oh no, you don't have to. You can okay. if you want. Right. But you don't have to. So it's optional. Yes. I could. Right. I'm not required to. No. Okay. Is there a sign on the door to let me know it's optional? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. I might get confused otherwise. All right. <laughs> uh, anything else before we end this? Any other whatever it is stuff you're looking forward to for Lexington Comic and Toy Convention 2023? Uh, before we, anything else you want to get off your chest? Anybody? Anybody? Going once? I, I'm just excited to see the people that I don't get to see except for that one time a year. And it's always a good time to sit around the booth before it opens or like during the slope portions and just chit chat. And I always look forward to no matter how many times I do it, John just being like, and this is why Jay stands in front of the booth because I just, I I don't know, social suck people in. Don't forget your megaphone this year. I don't have that megaphone. Yeah, sure. You don't. Mm -hmm. No, I don't. Yeah. I really don't. <laughs> Jay, uh, that's a good note to go on. That's very nice. Uh, we can't wait to see Megan either. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. I had to. Wow. Uh, and on that note. Wow. 
thank you for listening. What are you excited for for Lesson Twain Comic Convention 2023? What celebrities can you not wait to meet? What merch are you looking for when you get there? What autograph are you looking forward to getting? Um, how much do you plan to donate to the Western Kentucky Ghostbusters to give to the uh, Kentucky Children's Hospital? Uh, think about it, because there's going to be cool swag this year for giving donations. I don't want to say too much, but bad swag. There you go. So, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening this long. This has been your weekly Nerd Alert. We'll see you in March.